0: Welcome to Nowhere to Run on the Revelations Radio Network. You can go to the Revelations Radio Network.com or you can go to my site which is run Radio.com. Nowhere to Run Radio is a good place to go for all the links to the other radio shows that I do or the videos and the other websites and pages, including the new Facebook page, which I'm really excited about, and I know that I said on the Frank and Chris show that I wasn't going to do a Facebook page. And technically, I didn't. Uh, My girlfriend did. It's something that we're kind of doing as a joint venture. It's something that I've been wanting to do and feeling like it's a totally untapped thing. And a lot of people, that's just how they communicate. So it's not really cool to just not do it. And she's really good at Facebook, knows about it and stuff like that. So, you can find my page there at Nowhere to Run. Just we're, Actually, I don't know if I can actually post a link to it yet, but I will very very shortly post a link on the front page of Nowhere to Run Radio.com. But at present, I think in order to find it, you should type into Facebook search Nowhere to Run, three words. It should be the first thing that shows up. Um, and so, that's where you can find my other page, the Chris White page. They're connected to the Nowhere to Run one. And so, yeah, there you go. Facebook. Is the place to be. So, and that, and if you're who you're talking to, there is my girlfriend. That's actually her doing the updates, but all the answers to questions are mostly, you know, stuff that she doesn't know or whatever is being routed to me, and I'm looking at it and stuff. I just haven't had a lot of time to keep it updated, but she is doing a really awesome job, and I'm really excited about the whole Facebook thing. Um, so there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on, but. Here on my notes, I've got this new video, and I'm going to play the audio for this one in a minute. It's just about a seven-minute video. It's called "Barack Obama: The Scapegoat," and it's on the YouTube page or both YouTube pages at the moment. And I made this video for people. um, For in my mind, I was thinking of like the Tea Partiers. You know, a lot of these people that have the right intentions but are like kind of locked into this anger at, at Barack Obama. Not necessarily those that think he's the Antichrist, because as I think there is a lot of those people out there, but I think mostly people have sort of vague notions about it. But my intention is, is actually hopefully to make this a part of a two-part series in which I'm going to be talking about the so-called Maitreya, Benjamin Crimson Maitreya in the next video and what I think about that. So... I think I'll be doing one on that pretty soon, but anyway, I'll play the audio on the Barack Obama thing, and I really think it's going to help people. I've actually uh, met a few people that that really struck me in this that you know they they would totally uh be able to release all this sort of anger if they understood the what was really happening, you know if people are just locked into the idea that Barack Obama is just like. Um, dumb, you know, that he's just, he's spending all his money, he's totally making the interest rates, you know, like people, like, just, it, it makes no sense to them, they just think he's either stupid, or, you know, they just don't know, and it's because they're only kind of half awake, you know, they still care what's going on, but they don't really know the rest of the story, and it's sort of, uh, it's sort of hard for them, it, it, it's really, um, they have to, focus their energy and hate on on a particular individual and think it's all him and he's the reason we're going to communism and all this other stuff so or socialism or whatever ism that it's called that we're going into but uh anyway so i made this video to hopefully just kind of shake some people and say wait you know so if it does that or not i don't know but that was the intention so i'll play the audio for that in a minute also I have uh, started a new project, and I am very, very excited about it, and it's connected to DVD-Tracked, but in order to talk about that, I want to talk quickly about the updates that have just been made to dvd com. Now, if you have been following the show for any amount of time or anything, you may know that dvd is really important to me. It's something that I personally have done, you know, handed out a lot of these DVDs and, and That's how it started, just making a little 20-minute gospel, powerful gospel video that can be used for evangelism. You can just leave them on people's doorsteps, or you can, you know, hand them out in the streets or whatever, but they're cheap, and and they're really powerful, and it sort of circumvents the problem of people not wanting to talk to other people in the streets, but being more comfortable in their own homes. So it's a way to get the gospel to people that normally wouldn't uh, be open to listening to it. And then it sort of progressed to doing the same basic thing, but sort of for different types of people groups, like um, Muslims or um, Mormons or Jehovah's Witnesses. And so that's kind of what happened. It became something where we would create um, videos for those individual groups. Usually, I would just do some research and, and the research would mostly consist of watching testimony after testimony after testimony of different individuals that had come out of whatever that was. And then sort of taking the best of the best and then slap in the regular DVD tract on the end of it. And that's pretty much what DVD tract is now. It's, it's, it's a tutorial for people to learn how to make DVDs on their own, to duplicate them, where to buy them, what kind to buy it and why. um, that kind of practical stuff, but also it's um, a place where you can download these videos. So I have added uh, one, and I've done pretty much a lot of overhaul to the rest of them. For example, even the regular DVD tract, I've updated the very first part of that. There was a seg uh, section at the beginning where it's C.S. Lewis's Lord, Liar, or Lunatic um, thing, and that's been totally cut and re-edited. But actually, I didn't really do the re-editing. I took somebody else's re-edit of what I had done uh, from YouTube. He he basically took it and redid it, and it was much much better than the one that I did. So I just basically used his re-edit of the C.S. Lewis thing, and that's all I really did to the regular DVD track, Except I did take off our. Email address at the end, so it would be a little more open for people that want to use it that they're not necessarily emailing us um and when I say us, I'm speaking of me and uh, my roommate Tom Bionic uh here <laughs> uh but you know that we actually don't get all that many emails from that particular email address anyway but okay, so everything else stayed okay the Mormon track I actually cut the entire first part of that I had a thing that was sort of showing that the Book of Abraham was a false sort of thing, and it was important, but instead of that, I just cut it. It was bad quality anyway, and I just went right through to the three testimonies of the former Mormons that I find to be very powerful, and then I added as an additional option on there the entire high-quality film about the Book of Abraham, that you can download yourself and burn on a separate disk that my only problem with that one is that it was um it didn't it, it doesn't do anything as far as the gospel I mean the gospel is the power of god to save people it's hearing the gospel and what why what it is and why it is uh, that saves people now that can plant a seed for somebody that's a mormon and say hey wait a second this is all false but it doesn't really do them a whole lot of good as far as you know hearing the real gospel so I like the Mormon tract as it is because it is about an hour long and it goes through testimony after testimony that I find to be setting them up to hear the gospel. Hearing all that kind of stuff in context and then hearing that. The Muslim tract, nothing has changed on that one. Uh, It's just two testimonies and then the uh, regular gospel tract. The Jehovah's Witness is a totally new thing. That was before just an audio track. It was a series of like five audio tracks. And what I did was um, took some of those audio tracks and edit, edited them to a pretty large degree, just used two of them, and made it a video. I think it ended up being about an hour-long video with the Jehovah's Witness. So there there is now a Jehovah's Witness video. I don't know how effective it, effective it is. Somebody out there may want to watch it and sort of give me their review on it. Um, but it, it's all there on dvdtrack.com. Uh, also I put the new Christian track on there and that is never, it was never really intended to be a track. Um, it was just intended to be a little 30 minute guide for new Christians that's on the site and that I did not too long ago. And so that's now a track that I think can be helpful, you know, in the form of a track for new Christians, uh, to say here, here's just some basic sort of, you know, guidelines and, and helpful hints and things that come up pretty often. The next one is the one that I totally did. It's a brand new one, and it's the one for homosexuals. And this is one that's been near and dear to my heart for a while, trying to figure out the best way to to do this. And I watched a lot of testimonies uh, from former homosexuals. And I ended up scrapping, and I had done one, uh, like a beta-tested one, which had about three or four testimonies. And for a series of reasons, I just... Uh, this last one, I ended up ju- using one lady's testimony, and actually it ended up being two videos that she did on the same thing, but I, I just cut the videos um, at the right times, or hopefully the right times, and so uh, it's just one one testimony and then the gospel track. And I will play the audio for that one here in just a minute. So, I'm pretty excited about that, but I'm also really excited about this new project that in my head is associated with DVD Track, but I'm pretty sure that I'm going to just do a whole nother thing with it. New website, new podcast, everything. And it's interviewing missionaries and starting off and possibly exclusively with uh, Heart Cry Missionary Society. I um, have been talking with them. And I'm going to start doing interviews with their regional directors, starting with the director for Latin America. HeartCry is unique in in a lot of ways, one of which is that they train native missionaries to do the work. That is, that they don't have, let's say, a missionary from America go to Latin America, but rather have missionaries in Latin America that do mission work in Latin America and they have a really great head on their shoulders it seems like so it's going to be a very enlightening experience to talk with them and to find out what god is doing in the world uh, today i think that i'm going to learn a lot and i hope by proxy that you will also learn a lot so i'm looking forward to that look for that pretty soon i still got a lot of research to do on that but something should be out with that very very shortly okay a few more things here um Future Quake interview, really, really good. Uh, if you get a chance to look at, at that, it was about 2012, and it was one of the best interviews that I had done on that, I feel like. So check that out if you're interested. Okay quick story here about this devotional thing that I bought uh, the other day. I was in um, Lifeway bookstores, and I was looking for a bilingual Bible, but I went in there thinking, hey, you know, I need to ask them what is a good book about devotional stuff. And I wasn't really meaning, like, a book, a devotional book like the one I bought. Like, I wasn't really looking for something to read every day and whatever. I was looking for a book that was going to, like, really fire me up about prayer and reading the Bible, like, the best sort of book that inspires you to do devotional reading on your own or whatever. Then I thought, and as soon as I opened the door, I was like, I need to ask them in there. But I didn't. I went in and looked at the, you know, bilingual Bibles and stuff like that in there. Uh, Anyway, so I went back and I was looking at some of the, um, after looking at some of the devotionals and other books. And I thought, God, could you just show me what book to get? I mean, which book should I get um, about this? And I still felt like I needed to ask them, but... I went over again looking at the devotional stuff. And and then I heard the lady at the counter say, Oh, this book here is, you know, on sale today for $5. It's normally $15 and everybody loves it. It's like the best devotional book ever or whatever. I was like, okay, whatever. So I go and talk to her and I was like, um, so what's like the best devotional book ever. She's like, this book right here is like so great. Everybody seems to love it. And it's called, uh, Sarah Young's Jesus calling, enjoy, enjoying peace in his presence. Um, and I was like, okay, sure, sure, whatever. So I went back over to the uh, devotional book section, and I picked this one up to see if it was like what it was all about. And I turned to the, it's divided up to the day's date. Uh, so I turned to that particular day, which was April 10th. Uh, and the bookmark that it comes with was stuck to and pointing to April 10th. Um, it was, it was, and it was not, it was a fluke too. I actually looked at the other ones And they were not. But this particular one that I picked up, the bookmark was actually stuck to the page of April 10th, the very day that I was looking at. And this is what it said. Trust me in every detail of your life. Nothing is random in my kingdom. Everything that happens fits into a pattern for good to those that love me. Instead of trying to analyze the intricacies of the pattern, focus your energy on trusting me and thanking me at all times. Nothing is wasted when you walk close to me. Even your mistakes and sins can be recycled into something good through my transforming grace. While you were still living in darkness, I began to shine the light of my presence into your sin-stained life. Finally, I lifted you up out of the mire and into my marvelous light. Having sacrificed my very life for you, I can be trusted in every facet of your life. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I bought it. And it was on sale, so uh, how could I resist? So, um, Okay, ne- the next part before I play these two audios, I want to talk about something that um, I just thought of, and I think it's what I'm supposed to do. Now, uh, my girlfriend has been helping me a lot with some of the tasks that need to be done with Nor to Run and stuff to k- sort of help me be a little more productive. Uh, just a quick background. I- I've been doing a lot of work with... Um, you know, trying to save money for getting married and stuff. So I've been taking on a lot of work with the website design and and marketing and stuff like that. So and and I've been getting a lot of great jobs and a lot of referral stuff. So I have a lot of a lot of work and it's keeping me busy. I mean, literally every minute of the day, I'm I'm doing something. But it all it has also gotten so much, uh, and it's sort of progressively gotten to this point. And it's not just the website stuff; it's everything. Um, That I have to do, and all the websites and everything—it's just so much stuff that I—I've had to keep with these like ridiculous amounts of lists, and the lists are good, but I still just feel very, very over uh, overworked, and not in a bad way. I like being productive; it's like my favorite thing in the world to be productive. But I think in order to really make the best use out of productivity, I need help, and my girlfriend can help me and my future wife it can help me in so many things uh, that I can delegate to her and it will make me much more productive in a lot of different ways but I need somebody else too Um, and what I really need the other person for is at least initially probably will need them for other things but initially I need somebody that can do uh, basic video stuff I don't need them to be super whiz at video but if they are super whiz at video all the better i just need them to really have the desire to help uh and uh and um let me sort of explain my thinking of the, about this a little bit i was listening to david guzik this is after the fact i didn't really think of doing this because of this but i was listening to this after i'd already thought about this david guzik's uh talking about elisha uh, and how he would constantly delegate responsibility to his sort of, you know, protege, uh, prophets. And I'm not comparing myself with a prophet or anything like that. I'm just saying this is, this is what the story was. So, uh, so he would always say to, like, these guys, like, Elijah would always be, like, sitting at home, like, drinking something, you know, having something to drink, or he never really said that, but you could just always picture him just at home doing nothing. He always told, like, his servant to go out and do something, like, go out and, you know, pour some, you know, oil on this king's head, or, you know, Elijah rarely did anything. He delegated it to different um individuals, and David Guzik pointed out that it was also for th- his protégés to sort of be blessed by doing the work of God, and um i think that in a sense what i've noticed in my own life is that when you have opportunities to bear fruit to help out um to then god sort of prunes you to uh, bear more fruit out of his own sort of thing like is and I, and that's not the only reason to to want to do something but i think that um it's being blessed because of an opportunity to to be to do something to bless other people and that's essentially all that I can offer is is that but it is no small offer uh, it's a chance to to really do some some good stuff and so if you have time uh this is what i need basically just somebody that can uh, edit uh video that has you know you could have windows movie maker as far as i'm concerned but it would be preferable if, if you had some sort of uh video software that and knew how to make a basic video you wouldn't even really need how to do it know how to do that much with it just can do it can split things up into 10 parts or whatever it's pretty good with editing sound you know editing video uh or excuse me mp3s and stuff like that and i just need somebody that can help that i could say hey, here is this audio that I've recorded. Would you make this into a video and get it on YouTube and everything else like that? And many different things like that. I've got I've got projects, a lot of projects that uh, need to be done and that I just simply can't do. Like the video that I did today uh, with Barack Obama, that took me um, many... I mean, it took me all day. And it was a rare occasion that I had all day to do it. It just so happened to have it. I'd been sitting on the... Uh, the script for uh, at least well probably at least a week um, and there's nothing I could do with it just because there wasn't enough time and what i what my goal here is is to remain productive in content to be able to produce content to get it out there, but then all the stuff that ends up taking you know the hours and hours uh, that after the content is sort of created um or conceived anyway, then that's what I don't have time to do, so if you are out there and you want to help, please email me and you can do that at nowhere to run nineteen eighty four at gmail dot com now, um yeah, I mean, I can use your help, and I won't turn you down. Um, I mean, if it ends up being two people, I guess that would be cool too or, or whatever. I'm sure I will have um, I have a lot of stuff. So, But I would really like to have a individual that would be willing to help in other things too because there are other projects as well, not just video stuff. But as long as you sort of work pretty technically savvy, I think we could work together to do a great deal more. The ministry on YouTube, the ministry out there that can be done um, is is just, you know, it's there's a lot of stuff. So, yes, please email me if you're interested or semi-interested or whatever at northeron1984 at com Okay, so let's get into some of the stuff. I'm going to go ahead and play first the uh, video here called Barack Obama the Scapegoat. Here you go. Are you very upset with Barack Obama? Do you think that he is the reason that America is going into a type of socialism? Or do you think it's possible that he could even be the biblical antichrist? If so, I can tell you that you may have fallen for one of the oldest tricks in the book, the false flag. It is only possible to understand why Barack Obama may have been provided to the public as a scapegoat if you first understand the basics of a larger global agenda toward a one-world government. For a long time, there has been a semi-covert or hidden agenda to move America and the rest of the world into a larger global system. And for many years, the pieces that were being put in place to accomplish that task did not attract much attention, as they were more subtle. As they have been drawing nearer to the completion of the goal of a world government, the bigger pieces of the puzzle are now being implemented. The only problem is is that the final series of pieces were not able to be done subtly. That is because they are very big pieces, things like the government taking control of banks and other private infrastructure, and eventually the handing over of America and the Constitution in favor of a new global government. Those that have been planning this are not stupid. They have understood that Americans would not like these final pieces and would naturally rebel against them. They had a two-part plan to deal with the backlash of the public that would obviously occur. They included, number 1. Providing an adequate scapegoat so that the people would focus the blame on a particular man, thinking only that the man is stupid or corrupt, as opposed to understanding the larger agenda. Number 2. Providing controlled opposition in the form of perceived renegade popular media outlets, places where those that are awake enough to be outraged at the final pieces can go to feel like they are doing something productive. This also keeps them from starting their own grassroots organizations. Let me name a few characteristics of Barack Obama. It is wrong to think that these things I'm about to mention are something that you are not supposed to know or think about. It is only presented in that way because it is human nature to believe things that we feel we are not supposed to know. But I assure you that those that were behind Mr. Obama's rise to power were also aware of the following things from the beginning number one the birth certificate issue number two his perceived muslim heritage and number three his socialist history and leanings the birth certificate issue was in my opinion always intended to be known it has always come to us with the idea that it is the secret thing that we aren't supposed to know Anyone with a child or knows basic psychology knows the fastest way to spread information is to make it appear to be a secret. But in any case, it is just the type of thing to make a patriotic American totally indignant with Obama. After all, it's one thing to have a president give us over to socialism, but it's another if that president's presidency is perceived as illegitimate. Most people don't need much else than this to create the desired scapegoat mentality. But just in case they were on the fence, they throw in number two, his perceived Islamic background. Now, after ten years of fear-mongering from the media, justified or not, about Saddam Hussein and Osama bin Laden and Muslim people in general, let me ask you, if you think that getting an individual who is a minority with an Islamic background of some kind And with a name like Barack Hussein Obama, to basically preside over America's long-planned demise is an accident. Or are you starting to see that we are supposed to hate him? Or what about his socialist leanings early in his life? This is often a big subject with the gatekeepers and real truth seekers alike. And don't misunderstand me, this is all very serious and it's very bad. But also know that the shouts of socialists and communists gets you to focus on him as the reason we are going into a type of socialism. And nothing could be further from the truth. This plan has been in place long before Barack Obama was born. I know that you're angry about what's happening to America. I'm with you. I also know that the presidential decisions being made don't appear to make any logical sense. But don't be fooled that they are just mistakes and that Barack Obama is simply incompetent. This is the version for people that are awake enough to care about what's happening, but are still sleeping too much to notice the bigger picture, that there is another agenda altogether being advanced right under our noses, and it is going along precisely as planned. It will actually be very liberating for some of you to realize this point, that Mr. Obama is at best being used, and at worst he is simply a pawn of a larger agenda. And like any other person who is being deceived or used, he can use our prayers. After all, what wonderful things would happen if Mr. Obama was truly born again. Ephesians chapter 4 says, And don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. In Matthew chapter 5 it says, But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you. And pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. As for Christians that entertain notions that Mr. Obama is the Antichrist, you should know that this idea is not your own either. It was similarly given to you in a variety of subtle ways, from the constant images from the media telling us that the world loves him like a savior or the not-so-subtle references to his amazing speeches, which beg you to think of the prophecy of the Antichrist's speaking prowess. As a side note, I personally find Mr. Obama's speeches to be forced and obviously insincere. All of this is done for similar reasons as the political reasons that I just mentioned, which is that if you're paying attention to the left hand, you won't know what the right hand is doing. But even worse than that, in my opinion, is that a belief that Obama is the Antichrist will actually set up the well-meaning person to eventually worship the real Antichrist when he does show up as if he were the return of Christ. I describe a possible scenario of how this could happen in the second half of my video the 2012 deception presentation. A diligent student of Bible prophecy knows that Barack Obama simply can't be the prophesied Antichrist for many reasons. I will link a few characteristics of the Antichrist in the description section. But here are a few notable ones. His arrival on the world scene will be accomplished by miracles, signs, and wonders, says Second Thessalonians 2, verse 9. He will have, quote, no regard for the desire of women. Daniel 11, verse 37. He will claim to be God. He will claim to be greater than God. Either he or his companion, the false prophet, will claim to be Christ. And he will come from ten kings. His authority will have similarities to the ancient Babylonians, Persians, and Greeks. I really hope that this video has been helpful. And if you know anyone that has some excess anger towards Barack Obama, if you can send them a link to this video, it might help him. Thanks. Bye. Okay, and now I'm going to play the testimony from the new uh, homosexual video tract on dvdtract.com. And normally this has the regular DVD tract on the end of it but for our purposes now it's just going to be the testimony of a, a woman named caroline and she is on youtube um uh, her husband's name is yoke up one word yoke up and uh she's on there uh and and you can find her there and email her there on youtube so here is her testimony here you go <laughs>
1: Hey YouTube, um, this video is to all the Christians who are struggle, all the born again Christians who are struggling with um, gay desires, and and anybody who's not saved, who's not born again, and is gay, who's living the gay lifestyle but wants out. Um, to the people that that are not saved and want out of the gay lifestyle, um, Jesus is the only way. He's it. Um, you're not going to be able to get out on your own. You're not going to be able to stop those desires on your own. It's not going to happen through therapy or, um, you know, just deciding. Oh, I'm not going to do this anymore. It's not. It doesn't work that way. Um, because it, it, it's it's bondage. You're in bondage to that sin, um, and Jesus is the only way to to get out of that. To be delivered from that bondage. Um, and that that just means accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and which means He becomes your boss. When He's your Lord, man, He's your boss. He's your master. And he tells you what to do. And you live your life the way that He wants you to live it. Um, <clears throat> his will is not for you to live a gay lifestyle. That I can guarantee you. Um, he has a much better plan for your life. And... So if, if you if you're gay and you want out of that, Jesus is the only way, um, and I'm living proof for that. Um, you know, I was gay for 14 years, and I didn't get saved because I was because I was gay and I wanted out. It's not why I got saved. There were other other things that that led me to that. But the minute I got saved, the minute I, I gave my life to Jesus Christ, that moment. And I know now that it was the Holy Spirit, but at the time, I just knew in my heart, at that second, that the, the gay lifestyle that I had been living was over, for 14 years was over. It, it ended at that second. Not that I didn't have the desire still, because I did. And, and and But at that moment, you know, I, I knew it was over, and, and I knew I couldn't do it on my own. And I remember telling Jesus, I said, I said Jesus okay it's over I'm not gonna do it anymore I'm done but I can't do it on my own I said you got to take it from me um, and he did he was faithful to do that and it was hard man it wasn't it wasn't an easy road it and it do, didn't happen overnight didn't happen in a week didn't happen in a month it took six months for me and um, and, you know, it took me crying out and crying out all the time to God, you know, and and holding up my hands in the bargain, you know, which was being obedient to him and, and asking for strength to resist Satan, you know, because it would have been really easy just to give in, you know, but my, my my heart was for Jesus and what he wanted for me, for my life. And so I wasn't going to give in. And um, it took a lot of crying out to God, man, a lot. And I can get into details about that in another video, but... I mean, I quit hanging around the, the, the friends that I had, um, and I prayed to God a lot to give me Christian friends, you know, Christian female friends that, that I could, you know, be encouraged by and, and hang out with and just, you know, have a wholesome, godly relationships with. And, um, and he did that. He did that really quickly. Um, and, you know, I, I I threw away movies that I had. Um, uh, didn't talk to people that I, that I used to hang out with. Um, I worked in, in salons, hair salons. And um, I would actually, you know, there's lots of style magazines and stuff like that. I would actually turn over magazines. I would turn the covers over so I wouldn't have to look at them. Anything that would make a thought thought pop in my head, you know, I, I did everything I had to do to to fight Satan, you know, because everywhere I turned, especially when you first get saved, I mean, Satan's going to come at you like gangbusters, you know. And um, so I fought, I fought the battle, and, and and I was whenever Satan would come at me, I, mean, I would quote scripture, um, and even if it was a scripture that I felt like related to. The situation I might be in that i was trying to battle, I would just—I don't say whatever would come to mind, and even if nothing would come to mind, you know, it's like Jesus. Just start saying Jesus. Satan hates that. You know, it's the name above all names. It's power in the name of Jesus. Um, so you got to do your part. You know, you can't go out and keep living the lifestyle and expect Jesus to deliver you from it. It's not going to work that way. Um. He was faithful to, to to take those desires from me. And um, it was six months. I have friends who, it, it took a lot longer than that. Um, but they were also, you know, faithful to him, and he was faithful to them. Um, and so, Jesus is your only way out of that. If you want out of it, he's your only way. Now, to the Christians, who the born-again Christians who struggle with gay desires... Don't give up. Do not give up. God is faithful to deliver you as well. And you know that. Um, but he's not going to deliver you if you're living the lifestyle. He's not going to deliver if you, deliver you if you're dabbling in the lifestyle. You know, you have to be 100% committed to him, 100% surrendered to him and his will for your life. And ask him for strength to give you give you strength to resist Satan. Satan's going to try every trick in the book to get you to fall and to get you to give in. Don't do it. I'm telling you. Because if, if, if you if you keep giving in and giving in and giving in, you're just going to make things a lot harder on yourself and you're going to be miserable. Stay obedient to Jesus Christ and what you know is his will for your life. And, um, and you're going to see him move and you're going to see him deliver you and 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 however long it takes, he's building his relationship with you. And he's also building a massive testimony for you to share with other people. And and if you're truly born again and sold out to Jesus Christ, you know that. So I just want to encourage you, you know, don't don't give up. Don't give up. And he's gonna deliver you when you least expect it. That's what he did for me. I didn't know how long it was going to go on, you know? I mean, in six months might seem like a long time to some people, and some people it might seem like a really short time. For me, it was, you know, it it was forever, you know? It was a hard road. And he delivered me when I least expected it. But the moment that the words were spoken to me, I knew that that was it. It was the end of my struggle. I knew it in my heart, man. I knew it in my heart. It was it. And I was right. Um, and from that that moment forward, I have not struggled with it. I, I It's completely gone, you know. Um, been married for almost three years now. And um, it, it's, you know, being married is more amazing and incredible than I could ever imagine. Um, now, for those of you who are not saved, and who are living a gay lifestyle, um, my guess is that you love your lifestyle. I did. Um, because as unsaved people, we love sin. It's our nature. We're born, everyone is born with a sinful, wicked nature. Um, and, and But when you become born again, God gives you a new nature, and, and you become a new creation in Christ. And old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. Um, and you, you get that new nature, and it's a na- nature that's that's righteous in the sight of God, and it's, and it's clean, and it's acceptable to God. He forgives your sins, and you start with a clean slate, and um, it's incredible. So anybody who is living the gay lifestyle um, and wants out of it, Jesus is your way out. Absolutely, He's your way out. But you've got to surrender to Him, Um, becoming born again is not simply believing in your head that Jesus is is God and, you know, that he died for your sins and it's not that. It's not just going to church, it's not just doing things that, um, look religious, you know, that seem religious. Being born again is not religious, it's not a religion, it's not a religious, uh, State it's a it's a relationship between you and Jesus Christ, and um, if you surrender to Him and believe in your heart, believe in your believing in your heart is far different from believing in your head, and that's what you have to do. and You have to surrender to Him one hundred percent and say, you know, Jesus, you are Lord, you are a Master, you are the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You know, you're it. You run the show, not me. I give it up. ...surrender to you. And um, when you sincerely do that... ...the Holy Spirit will come make a home in you. Literally. The Holy Spirit will come to dwell within you. And um, you will be born again. And... ...Jesus will free you from that lifestyle. If you let him. And you do the things that you need to do on your end. Now for those of you who... ...are living a gay lifestyle... ...and you want to stay in that lifestyle... Um, You have to know that it is a sin, just like any sexual immorality is sin. All of it. I speak about homosexuality because that's where I came from. I can speak on it. It's my experience. But it is sin, and it is an abomination to God. And if you don't become born again, you will go to hell when you die. It's just that simple it's that simple and it's not because you're gay that you're going to go to hell but it's because you 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 have not been made right with God you've not accepted the free gift of salvation you haven't been made born again and anyone who's not born again when they die spends eternity in hell um, those of you that are born again spend eternity with uh, with God in heaven Um, So you have to know Those things you have to know And understand Um, Nobody likes to hear it You know But it's the truth So um, I just want to encourage um, Any Christians out there Any born again Christians Who are struggling with homosexuality um, Don't give up You know Be encouraged Because Jesus is faithful And he will deliver you You just keep fighting Keep praying out to God Do whatever you have to do To stay obedient Don't let Satan beat you on this. And anyone who uh, is gay and wants out, Jesus is your way out. I guarantee it. Anybody that's gay and wants to stay in it, hell is your destiny. And not just for your homosexuality, but for the fact that you're denying salvation through Jesus Christ.
0: If you want to see the full video, you can go to dvdtracked.com. It's also on the front page of my website right now. Also, uh, remember the Facebook page. Go to Facebook, type in Nowhere to Run. You should be able to find the new page there. And if you are interested in helping in any way with video and sort of being my uh, my helper, I would really appreciate it if you give me an email at Nowhere to run 1984 at gmail.com. Okay, I think that's it. See you later. Bye.